0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of
1: RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell them one thing,
0: just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there.
1: We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. What is going on, Raider Nation? Here we are now, uh, what are we, episode 55, I think? Hope it's 55, otherwise that'd be kind of embarrassing. But we are just now ahead of our matchup against the Detroit Lions. This episode is going to be something similar that we've done a few times in the past. I'm going to bring on, um, I guess, a few now contributors to a Detroit Lions website and podcast. They're actually part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. It's called the Pride Podcast Uh, They're going to come on here in just a little bit. We're going to chop up the matchup, uh, you know, and just discuss things. I think I really like it personally, uh, just so whenever we get to the game on Sunday, you have a really good idea of what to expect. Um, It's kind of like being able to, you know, if someone's going to play the Raiders, they could just talk with one of us, get the scoop, get the lowdown on everything that's going on, injuries, everything, their weaknesses, their strengths. Then we just kind of have our own little, you know, idea, our own little game plan of things that we expect the team to do. Um, reasons they did this instead of that. We already kind of know what was going on. We don't have to figure it out later. Uh, So, yeah, I really like that aspect of the show. And also, we've been rolling out the premium content. I know it's been, I think, a couple weeks since I reminded you guys. Um, But, yeah, it's in full force. I just dropped my third episode uh, the day before this show came out. So, if you guys aren't subscribed to the premium content yet, go to RaiderCody.com. There's red premium buttons on there. You sign up. It's a private. RSS feed that will drop into whatever player you listen to hopefully it's Apple because that is probably the most stable one right now um, We've had a few technical difficulties with Android, but that's all right. We'll get them worked out here soon uh, But yeah, it's, we have a lot. We have a lot actually kind of to cover uh, Throughout the week not too bad. I'll skim through it pretty quick get to our guests um, So yeah, let's uh, let's get this thing started So the trade deadline passed came gone we didn't make a move obviously there was the gary on conley trade from the week before so we're staying put with our picks Uh, obviously we have some trust in mike mayock and there just wasn't somebody available on the market for a reasonable value obviously there wasn't much of a fire sale around the nfl so i'm totally cool with the raiders sitting where they are looking forward to that 2020 draft in las vegas there's been a lot of rumors coming around this week and this is actually something that i touched on the premium podcast with Cleveland ferrell now I know there's a lot of uh, deferring opinions, a lot of deferring opinions. Of course, I covered mine in the premium, uh, but you guys should you know really think about where you stand with it. Think about um, are you happy with having a top five pick that's produced what he's produced? Um, if you are, awesome. If you're not, I understand. Uh, so yeah, pay attention to that maybe this Sunday. I expect Cleveland to step up a little bit, even Brinston uh, Buckner's kind of thrown some motivational quotes out there, some reasonable figures, you know you don't. Plant the seeds and eat the fruit immediately, or something like that. I don't know how he said it. It was really clever. You know, Brinston Buckner, a uh, really good defensive line coach. So it's interesting to see how we groom our number four overall pick, Cleland Farrell. And we got a little bit of action going on right now. Um, Josh Gordon was finally released from the Patriots. Or should I say, he was uh, given his injury settlement. And the freaking Patriots, of course, if they would have released him before Wednesday, He had been a free agent, and he could have signed wherever he wanted um, on his own terms. You know, his contract would be done. He'd be able to go freely and sign wherever he wanted. And I feel like the Raiders could have been a suitor at that point. But now they waited till after Wednesday, of course. They released him today, Thursday, around 1 o'clock. So that means he goes on waivers. And right now the Raiders have the 13th waiver priority. The chances of us landing him if, I mean who knows maybe he doesn't quite have a market you never know he could go unclaimed uh depending on I don't know what his injuries like or uh I don't know that whole situation leaving New England there's a lot of question marks it was very subtle uh you know that there's no more questions actually really getting asked it seemed like he was a pretty good wide receiver so I don't know if there's something going on elsewhere off the field hopefully not um I think he's in a pretty good situation still a state of mind but of course you know he's kind of had a roller coaster career uh, so interesting to see if there's you know th- 12 teams in front of us that will take a chance on him or any team at all in the NFL that will take a chance on him. Maybe he goes to, uh, who has the worst record? I think Miami. They're like 0-7 or something, 0-8. Uh, maybe he just, bam, he's that wanted. And he goes to Miami with a first waiver claim and the Raiders don't have a chance. I'd imagine if he does, um, I don't know. I mean, I-, I feel like the Raiders could have interest. So that's something to track. We should know if you guys are listening to this, most likely on Friday, we should know today around i think one o'clock is whenever it happens i don't know how the waiver works getting this close to the weekend i don't know if nothing gets announced till after the sunday games so it's it's cutting it pretty close to the weekend uh so we'll see how that works out Um, but yeah josh gordon is definitely uh one of raider nation's top targets right now fun fact Although Tyrell's had his struggles, we were pretty frustrated with him last week. Tyrell Williams has caught a touchdown pass in each of his first five games as a Raider. It's huge. Wide receiver one, still just some things to clean up. The Raiders are the only team in the NFL to hold four opponents, that's the Broncos, the Bears, Packers, and the Texans, without a sack this season, posting three consecutive clean sheets. The Raiders also rank second in sacks allowed. That's seven total, and sacks allowed per pass play. That's three point five percent. Obviously, there was some YPA police going around checking on our checkdowns. You know, really giving us some hate on these short checkdowns, these little dump offs, these not taking shots down the field. Well, guess what? Right now, the leaders, the 2019 offensive leaders in yards per play. The Oakland Raiders are sitting number four. They're averaging 6.17 yards of play. Purple, that's huge. I mean, the Raiders' offense right now is humming. Of course, we need a little bit more on the back end of the ball, but I mean, the, the Raiders' offense is humming, and that's what Derek Carr now. I mean, he's going into, we're going into week nine, right? He is first still, first place in completion percentage at 72.1%. I think Kirk Cousins is right there close second. He is first in red zone completion percentage, 83.3% in the red zone. That's a big time so when he starts seeing pay dirt uh, Derek Carr has been Mr number four has been getting pretty clutch on us he is first in passing touchdowns on third down so he said th- he's had seven touchdowns on third down and he's first in passer rating on third down 139.9 passer rating on third down that is absolutely nuts when, when the times are getting tough, when you should have the most pressure on you third down and in the red zone, you have the urgency to either score or move the chains. Number four has come through so obviously there's a lot of boo birds that came around uh, week two and week three for sure week three week three things were looking you know pretty ugly to most but uh, Number four is doing his part this offense is humming now. It's interesting to see what the defense can do Hopefully Paul Gunther can turn this thing around and give us some answers here against Detroit now You know keep in mind Detroit's a pretty similar team to us like they have a pretty high-powered offense as well so uh, yeah something to track but What we're going to do, I'm going to quit messing around. We're going to get the Pride podcast in here. We're going to get these Detroit Lions fans in here. We're going to get the enemies in here um, after this really, really quick short break. No advertisements this week for Blue Wire. So take this short break. When we come back, I will be joined by the Pride podcast. So joining me now, fellow members of the Blue Wire Podcast Network covering the Detroit Lions. This is Malcolm and Pierre. Uh, They formed the Pride Podcast, along with Tyler, who's missing tonight. Um, And I like them. They're all right, man. They're part of the same network that I'm in, but right now, they're the enemy. So, enemies, (laughs) say what's up, man.
0: What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: Yeah, I'm glad to have you guys on here. Um, I feel like we've... Had a lot of similar, oh man, traits to our teams. Uh, you guys are kind of, I guess the the Detroit Raiders were the were the Oakland Lions. We've had similar past. We're having a similar season. I feel like we've had some similar flaws, similar strengths. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this conversation. But before we get into that, guys, we've been pretty plagued by injuries, and things are starting to finally trend up. Last week we were almost completely healthy, um, and we had a couple guys go down. Of course you know about our center Rodney Hudson being gone the guy that filled in uh our rookie he's actually an undrafted rookie Andre James came in he played well he got hurt they both have like ankle sprains I don't know what the problem is I don't know if uh, Gabe Jackson's over there stepping on the right ankles or what's going on but but we're missing the centerpiece of our offensive line but we've had a very dominant offensive line still um, and you know, we got little nagging injuries here and there illnesses, nothing really to be too concerned with a uh, couple, you know, we had a big suspension, but we're not missing a whole lot of guys this week. I want to know Detroit lion wise, who are you guys missing? Are you guys getting people back? What's the, what's the scoop on injuries? Are you guys just rolling healthy?
2: Um, we got Darius Slay. He was out last week. He's been limiting limited parts this week. He probably should play. We'll find out tomorrow exactly, but he should be good to go. Our safety, who actually was supposed to be matched up against Darren Waller, Tracy Walker, he hasn't practiced the last two days. He'll likely be out this week. Oh, those are the yeah. Those that's a concern for us. We're trying to figure out how we're going to match up with Waller.
1: Yeah, and and we got not even just Waller. I feel like we've kind of formed a pretty good duo with him and Moreau. Um, Kind of maybe a one-two punch a little bit. So yeah, it's interesting to see. You guys play defensive scheme-wise, you like to just line your safety up one-on-one with your tight end. Is that what you guys roll with?
2: They play a lot of single high, cover one. You want to cover – and then third down, cover one, Robert. I don't know if you know what that is, like an extra linebacker in the middle or extra DB in the middle.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Main, yeah, main, yeah, mainly it's cover one with Detroit. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of man coverage, um, a lot of cover ones. What we're hoping happens is that, you know, we're at least able to double, double Wiler because – yeah, we don't might not have an answer for him. Yeah,
1: no, I mean he's he's been a little quieter, I'd say. I mean he's had some quiet good games, um, but I, I you can definitely tell that's what defensive defenses have been keyed on. I mean between him and Jacobs, that's who we're rolling with. Tyrell Williams is obviously our number one wide receiver right now, but he's been struggling with some drops. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see if if they give him opportunities, given that he's struggled with some. I mean, I mean, just concentration drops, wide open drops. So it'll be interesting to you know see how that's going. But you guys are a 500 team right now. You're doing some good things, um, but obviously right. there's some bad things that are kind of maybe weighing things a little even. Before uh, you know what, we'll start with the good things. What are you guys doing right? What what made you guys win three games?
2: Our quarterback yeah. is playing like at a high level. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everyone's clicking. Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, Danny Mendola, TJ Hawkinson have all had hundred yard games.
0: So uh we have like a lot of weapons on offense. Oh yeah. I mean, the with the strength right now is definitely Matthew Stafford. I think he has been keeping us in games. Yeah. And, and to be honest, it's it's really just been him. I mean, the receiving core have been they've been great. The receiving core have been great with Danny Danny Mandola, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. And even Marvin Hall, um, he came in kind of late on the team, and he's able to stretch the field for us. So that's 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 another key guy, um, on Marvin Hall. But the weakness, man, there's so many stuff to talk about <laughs> regarding the weakness. Um, mainly the running game has been awful. Um, we can't run the ball, no matter who's back there at this point. It, it's just been it's been bad, and it just. Hopefully, you know, I know the Raiders, they're really good on their running defense right now. Their running defense is pretty good right now. So I'm not expecting it to, to click this week as far as our running game. So we're looking for, we're looking at another one-dimensional offense this week. And this is going to be with Matthew Stafford in the offense.
1: Yeah, I can tell you our run defense has been so good because our pass defense has been so bad. Why, uh, why run the ball when you could just th- thrash us in the secondary, man? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Right um, now, running back wise, who who do you guys now? Do you still have that? Um, what, he's probably what in his third year now, uh, Amir Abdullah. Do you guys still have that guy back there?
0: No, no, no. What happened to him? Vikings. He's with the he's with the Vikings. Um, our back who started the season this year was Carryon Johnson. Okay. Had a pretty good rookie year last year, but. He just have been having durability issues. He's been hurt. Uh, last year he was hurt and this year he found himself on IR again. And right now are starting back, who is it? is it? Trey Carson? Is it Ty Johnson? Who who who, who committee are, maybe? Who's who our um, starting running
2: back? It's Trey <laughs> Carson, but he actually hurt his hamstring today in practice. Oh. So that's another guy that might not play. So right now the all they're the only two healthy backs right now are um Ty Johnson, sixth round rookie and JD McKissick. He's more like a gadget player though.
0: Okay, yeah, Jay, so you're gonna see a lot of spread like offense then, basically.
1: <laughs> really? So he's just a no, little he, speedy gadget guy out of the backfield. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not till what he's maybe yeah he's a, he's a third yeah. pack. Yeah. Ah, makes sense, makes sense. Well, you guys will probably be throwing on us quite a bit now. Oh, um, man. I'd say our strengths of, ah, man, I mean, we're on the same side of the ball, throwing the ball. I mean, we've been efficient. Is I guess kind of the offense that we're going for. You know what I mean? We're we like to move the ball at a high percentage rate. We like to create space after the catch. Uh, we want to get our wide receivers, you know, basically some running room. Um, and, you know, we're doing a pretty good job of that. At first, we've struggled uh, just moving the ball, period. And that was the, actually the two games where our new running back, the rookie running back, Josh Jacobs, was a little limited. Um, now he's been full go the last few games. Oh, actually, I take that back. Last game, a little banged up shoulder. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does uh, this week at expect he's back full go but the running game has pretty much carried this offense um has opened up i mean pretty much for darren waller tyro williams on his way back hunter renfro is hopefully our breakout guy but now the bad things and i know it's funny we talk about good things and we talk about the offense now we're going to talk about bad things and we're both going to flip over to the defense so what are oh no. what what are some bad things you guys got going on over there man? oh no I, uh, I don't
0: know where to start i'll start
2: <laughs> um the problem is with detroit their their defensive line wasn't what like we expected it to be. Snacks yeah. Harrison has struggled a little this year with injuries and also just his production hasn't been there for whatever reason. Deshaun um, Hand came back from injury last week and he dominated in the run game. Our pass rush just hasn't been there. We rushed three about 25% of the time on third down because they're focused mm. on stopping that tight end. But we have a quarterback all day. I don't understand this, but they leave their corners on the island for like a minute or two. It, mm. it's, it's like your corners are going to get beat. We had trouble stopping the run, but like I said last week, the Sean Hand returned and we held Saquon Barkley in check. So hopefully they'll wow. continue that against your dominant front and Josh yeah. Jacobs.
0: Yeah, I hope yeah. not,
1: but yeah, I'm sure you guys do.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's something I'm, that's not something I'm interested in looking this week. Is if we're able to stop the run with you guys because last week they did do a good job of um, Barkley, like they held him to what seventy sixty sixty three yards 63 wow. total yards uh, rushing yards.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: But I mean, I know. I felt like he wasn't one hundred percent. So, and I gotta see, I gotta see at least two or three more times for me to be sold on this running defense. So uh, that's something I want to see. I want to see if they're able to stop you guys because you guys have a really good rushing attack. I'm actually yeah. a little bit jealous <laughs> because <laughs> I'm a big Jacobs fan. You know, I, I like Bama. Um, so oh, there you I, go. Oh, um, yes, yes. I'm a big, I'm a big, um Jacobs fan. So I, I'm a little bit jealous.
1: Hey, we've uh we've earned this run game. We've we've had too many bad rushing offenses. We've waited long enough. Josh Jacobs, man, uh, he proved me wrong a little bit whenever we drafted him. I'm like, man, I, I didn't feel like that there was quite a first round worthy running back this year. And we picked Jacobs, I'm like, all right, it's my dude, I'm gonna roll with him. And sure enough, I'm like, Man, this guy, I'd have took him number four overall at this point. Yeah. So I
0: told, <laughs> yeah, I told him. I told you I told him that um he's gonna be like we're gonna look back and he's gonna be one of the top backs. It's going to be like those, like the Ezekiels, the the Barclays. He's going to be up there. He's going to be an elite back.
1: Yeah, and had he got the workload at Bama, uh, he probably could have been a top 10 pick. He was just kind of one of those guys that flew under the radar because he didn't play that much. He was in a committee, um, yeah, rotated right. in and out a lot. So, yeah, got a little bit of a, you know, we're only, what, seven games into the season. So, um, as of now, pushing for Offensive Rookie of the Year, I would say, along with, like, Kyler Murray, um, what's that? Gardner Minshew, players yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean, so far Josh Jacobs has been the highlight. We've been a little down. Our weakness has been, gosh, I mean, same thing. Pass rush. How many sacks do you guys have right now? Like thirteen, fourteen?
2: I'm not sure, there? but I know you guys are at thirteen, <laughs> right?
1: We're well, we were thirteen all of last year. Um uh, oh, wow. I think this year we're up a little bit. Yeah, I think we're up to like sixteen or seventeen this year. I think we're doing decent. But you wouldn't be able to, like by watching the film, like you wouldn't quite be able to tell like that our pass rush has improved a whole lot. Um, we had you know kind of a stand-up player, Max Crosby. He came out in the fourth round. Um, he seems to be outshining our number four overall pick right now. And of course now we're kind of testing. We have Daryl Worley over on one side, and we have our new rookie corner Trayvon Mullen filling in for Gary Conley, who we traded away. Who. Um, is bad for you. You guys probably would have wished you faced Gary O'Connor, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things, man. Um, and then now running this offense, a guy that you guys are all too familiar with to your whitehead. So, yeah. yeah. That's what we're rolling with. Oh,
2: is he also having trouble in uh, coverage?
1: <laughs> oh, dude. Every single one of our linebackers has trouble in coverage. Yes, he is. Uh, I mean, you know, we have one guy, Nicholas Morrow. He does good, but then we put him on these speedy backs and he's been getting worked these last couple weeks aaron jones man uh, on green bay is a hard guy to keep up with but uh yeah to hear i mean he replaced Vontez perfect so i mean our coverage at mike wasn't going to be very good from the get-go i I wouldn't say it got any worse so yeah so i mean what do you guys think of whitehead whenever he played for detroit of course he was playing what like a weak side linebacker over there what was he playing in detroit
2: he played both mike and uh and he played outside so yeah
1: Gotcha, um,
2: gotcha. Same as you. Really good against the run, awful in coverage.
1: Yeah, it was pretty terrible yeah. coverage. <laughs> we had him yeah. uh, spying the quarterback last week. That's what oh, well, Barton, that's his idea. job was.
0: No, <laughs> it
1: didn't. Our 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 defensive scheme the last two weeks has been a little shaky. Um, and going into this week, hopefully now. I mean, Matt Stafford. We're basically we've been practicing with Matt Stafford all year. I mean, he's pretty much has the same kind of talent as Derek Carr, just a crazy yeah. arm talent. You know what I mean? He's just one of those guys that you give him some space, you give him some time, he's gonna make the throw if the throw's available. Um so it's gonna be interesting to see how the secondary answers to Matt Stafford. He I mean, what does Matt have right now? Like fourteen touchdowns or something wild? Sixteen. Sixteen, 16.
0: touchdowns. Yeah, sixteen I mean, touchdowns, four interceptions. If he had a he defense
1: he could be MVP candidate if he had a defense right now, right? Yeah.
0: We've been winning, saying win, that. A winning record. I think we had a winning record. He'll be up there. Yeah. They'll yeah. talk about him more. That's all yeah. it is. I agree.
1: I agree. Yeah, and you guys have had a pretty close point differential, too. I think I remember seeing something. So, a lot of close games,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only game that kind of got in hand is when we lost by, like what, 10? By the Vikings?
1: Yeah, but that game was competitive, too. Like, yeah, it was
0: competitive won. until then. Vikings
1: are good. Vikings are good. They yeah, kicked they're... our butt. They kicked our butt. I, yeah, drove me nuts. But uh, <laughs> dude, oh, man, it, it was in Minnesota though, so it's all right, you know. I'll give yeah, him
0: a pass. Yeah, me, actually, what kind of um, I guess like scheme are the guys running on defense as far as like because what, like is Gruden running a lot of Tampa two over there or? Mm, I, well, I here's the thing this. with with Gruden doesn't really run much.
1: Yeah, uh, this is all Paul Gunther's defense. So everything that you saw in Cincinnati is getting transferred over, and for whatever reason, we've turned into this like soft. Zone defense, and it's so weird. Like, I don't even understand what we're trying to do. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins last week had 11 catches on us, eight hey. of them. There was a linebacker covering them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was just about to ask you that. Why? Why, Why,
1: Why? are you guys doing that? It was like
0: well, the base, the base is like, well,
1: it's a four three, right? Yeah, it's a four three base. And for whatever, I don't know what we're doing because this is what's confusing. At the beginning of the year, Mike Mayock, we came into the season with four active linebackers on the 53. And we're like, Pfft, dude, we don't even have a backup middle linebacker. Sure enough, it goes down. That was the first thing I was worried about. But, um, now we're going into this scheme where we're still matching linebackers up against wide receivers. Mayock was like, yeah, you know, we're we're going lighter, we're going faster. The league is going into a spread offense. So why do I have Tare Whitehead and Nicholas Morrow, <laughs> you know, covering DeAndre Hopkins out of the slot? I mean, you, you got to expect that that kind of stuff's gonna happen. You guys are gonna operate out of the slot, probably quite a bit if we come with the same looks we had last week oh yeah,
0: um,
2: yeah and though they'll, they'll target them or they'll probably even move kenny galladay and marvin jones in the slot
1: oh you guys drafted Hawkinson. dang yeah, man. yeah, yeah.
0: that's what we drafted yeah
1: Ooh, how's he been this year i mean obviously he came in as a clear cut right. number one tight end but how's he doing right he's been up, up and down. down
0: up and down
2: he's still getting okay. growing pains but we see a lot of potential in him. the kid could block um
0: that's what you got look really at. Yeah. Good in
2: the re- he's good in the red zone. He's had some drops, but mm. he's, he's, a, he's a smooth route runner. He's okay. up and down, though. He'll yeah. get there.
0: Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, no. you'll see him, you're like, wow, you know? And then sometimes you see him, like, okay, he's a rookie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, it balances out. They're like <laughs> You're probably asking a lot out of him, too, being, because
1: I mean, he's a do it all tight end. He's not just a guy that's gonna yeah. line up out there and run some routes. Um, right. He's probably got some pretty special duties in there in that offense. So, yeah. um, Obviously, I mentioned earlier some close games. Our our games haven't been... Our losses haven't been as close probably as some of yours, but uh, we've both seen the wrath of the refs this year. Mm. Um, Do you have... I got plenty of bad stories, but do you guys have any... I mean, what have you guys been... I mean, like I said, we've had similar histories. I feel like the past decade, dude, I'm telling you, like all the way up until this moment right now, we're matched up. It's like we're, we're like the same team.
0: Yeah.
1: What what are you guys dealing with from these referees?
0: We get a sorry from the NFL like every year. Yeah, like every year it happens. Like oh, once, like there's always one game that the NFL will say, "Oh, like the next day you're like, oh, we're sorry, guys, we missed the oh. call. We miss we missed this. I could have changed the outcome of the games. So we're sorry. You know, we get that at least once a year. Dude. It happened this year against Green Bay. You mm-hmm. um, know, it just now, to be honest, I'm, I'm honestly used to it at this point. At this point, it's like, <laughs> well, this, that's our one game for the year, so it was going to happen, so it was that game.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, dude, we've been, we've been pretty rough. We had a couple – man, we had a – our issue has been roughing the passer, and I think that's kind of been throttling our – not aggressiveness in the pass rush, but we've had already, I think, two or three guys find for a roughing the passer hit that shouldn't even, in my opinion, been a flag in the first place. Uh, you know I think we have had three guys. Uh, Moe Hurst, Arden Key, and Max Crosby. Max Crosby, dude, believe this. Whenever he got that fine, it was literally like 80% of his game check that he got that game. Is that nuts? Wow. That's, dude, imagine taking that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a big know? hit. Yeah, it's, it's freaking crazy, man. But um, I'm looking forward to the matchup, guys. Uh, you guys are... Ah man, you know I like—I've never had a problem with the Detroit Lions, mainly because I watched a lot of Home Improvement when I was a kid. So <laughs> Tim the Tool Man Taylor is Detroit Lions. I was like, all right, you know, it's cool, it's cool. I like this guy a little bit. So I, you know, I'm I'm cool with Detroit. Um, when Sunday comes around, I might hate you guys for a few hours. It's all good. Um, but I'm looking That's forward to the love, matchup. Man. We we, you know, we got a pretty close. I th- I hope for a shootout, man. And luckily, you guys are are lucky for us. We're finally coming back from this long. Dude, I mean, we we're on the road for a week short of two months. Yeah. So hopefully, we come home a little fired up. Hopefully, we're not a little out of place. But do um, you guys have any last comments or concerns before our game this Sunday? Uh, not really. No. You guys covered it all. <laughs> huh? Covered it all. What time is it over there right now? It, it is midnight. Midnight. Yeah, midnight. And when the clock strikes midnight, we are good. So make sure you guys, Raiders fans, I would I would give you guys a huge shout out right now, but I know we're you know about ninety nine percent Raiders fans in here. But track them on Twitter. That's at the pride or at Pride Podcast. Uh, name comes across as the Pride Podcast. And, and where can we follow you guys individually and maybe uh, torment you a little
0: bit on Sunday?
2: <laughs> uh, you could follow me on Instagram at Detroit Lions fan page and on Twitter at dlfp tweets.
0: Okay, and I'm at um on Instagram on. Detroit Lions video page, and on Twitter um, is actually Mister Hart, and that's H A R T, and there's three underscores after that. So Mister Hart underscore underscore underscore.
1: Cool man, I'm pretty. I'm actually gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take my own advice. I'm gonna make sure I follow you guys and torment you a little bit on Sunday. Have some <laughs> little back and forth stuff. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope it's a it's it's a good friendly game. I don't want to be strangling each other on the timeline. But thank you guys, man, for coming on super late over there we're what now three days away from the game we're coming up close man i'm excited we both need to win it's a must win for both of us it's gonna be exciting so guys pride podcast check it out thank you guys pierre and malcolm for coming on um and we will see you guys later thanks for having us man so that's going to do it for this week. That wraps up our midweek show, looking ahead to the Detroit Lions game. Thanks again to Malcolm and Pierre for coming on here and chopping up some football with us. It's always good to be able to get, I guess, cross fan bases. Um, it's always one thing to grab like a beat writer or grab somebody that just covers the team. Uh, but these guys are legitimate fans of the team. So it's cool to be able to sit down, um, I guess, as competitors or as competing fan bases this weekend, chop it up, be friendly. That's what football's all about, bigger than football. Um, of course, on Sunday, might not be so friendly. Yeah. I like to torment him a little bit. I might be toying might be with Malcolm and Pierre a little bit on Twitter on Sunday. We'll see how the, see how the game's going first. Maybe we'll wait, you know. Um, but we're going back to Oakland. We had that long away stretch. It's been almost two months. And I won't be at this home game. I'll be at next week's, the Thursday night football game against the Chargers. Um, so be looking. The, the post-game. Because I won't be doing a midweek show next week. I'll only be doing the post game after this Detroit Lions game. And then we'll be dropping a post game Thursday. I might do another midweek show maybe next week around Sunday, Monday. Something to get you guys through the weekend or something along those lines. But, yeah, be on the lookout. Uh, I'll be talking about maybe where we're tailgating. I should be in C-Lot again. Not exactly sure where I'm going to be. Kenny King Jr. will be there. Um, I'll be there with a couple coworkers. I think my pops will be there. A couple of my buddies will be there. We'll be sitting there. We'll be barbecuing it up. We'll have some tri-tips. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And like I said, uh, if you're not signed up already for the premium content, make sure you do that. RaiderCody.com. Look for red premium buttons. Uh, Also RaidersBeat.com, I think, has an article. Go to my Twitter page, at RaiderCody, or at RaiderCodyPod, either one. Um, And yeah, get involved with the post-game calls. We've been getting some good ones lately. We'll have Kenny King back next week, I promise. He was actually supposed to be on this show this week. But I had some trick-or-treating to go do with the family, family first, over podcast. Uh, You know, I'll I'll tell them otherwise. I always say, Cody, then podcast, then family, or the rest of your life. But uh, yeah, family first for sure. So Kenny King Jr. will be joining me back for these phone calls. Get involved. That's 808-650-7220. Call in, and we want to hear from you. First-time callers, give yourself a shout-out. But like I said, keep it short and sweet. Um, I don't want to have a whole lot of long phone calls. We like to buzz through them. So... We're getting ahead of this matchup. We're three and four. You know, we still got a playoff run here, guys. We have a pretty easy schedule coming up. We're back home. Let's get this win. Let's get this W. Let's beat these Lions. And let's keep this home run going. We got some playoffs to get to, guys. So, Raider Nation, until Sunday night, I will see you guys later.